Hey everybody, welcome to Wednesday, Whiskey and Weird. Um, I'm going to try a little whiskey, share a little of my weird, and um, yeah, have a little fun. I am going to start, as I usually do, um, by blessing my space. I need all the help I can get, quite honestly. Um, welcome to anyone who is listening in um, via podcast later. I am trying really hard to be my, more mindful of your presence. So, um, yeah, I know you're there. And um, any kind of feedback people who do listen in on the podcast could provide to um, just so they can get more out of this experience um, would be really helpful. Um, so, uh, anyway, yeah, let me know. Let me know what I can do. I mean, here's the thing. I've said from the beginning... I just dove right into this and I'm not, I, I really don't, I'm not really down with the whole polished pretend kind of bullshit that a lot of people show up with. I, I can't, and I, and I feel bad saying that it's bullshit cause it's not bullshit for everyone. And you can tell it's not bullshit for everyone, right? Some people it's just how they are, but it's, it's not how I am. And I know it's not a lot, how a lot of people are, but they still do it. So I don't want to, I just want to be authentic I'm a I'm a novice whiskey drinker trying to learn how to drink whiskey. I'm really weird. I think about a lot of weird shit, and that that's what this show's about—just showing up, having a little fun, talking to each other. So, um, so yeah, I'm glad that somebody's here. Welcome to who whoever is here. Say hi if you um are out there. It is definitely whiskey and weird time. Um, I picked up something. I decided to go with uh with a, a whis- uh, an Irish whiskey. I haven't done that yet. And um, of course, I have had Jameson before, because right, who hasn't? But, um, you know, it's just a matter of whether we really enjoy what we're drinking, which makes me think about, so I just started, um, I just joined this group on Facebook called Whiskey Lovers. And it's actually pretty cool. I'm learning a lot of stuff there because people share some cool resources and people talk about why they like the whiskey and why they don't. And, um, and so, you know, kind of like it's lending itself to, to ways for me. Hi, Penny. So nice to have you here. Thanks for saying hi. I really appreciate that. Um, but so I, this, this group that I'm on in Facebook, there's, it's this whole range of people, like people like me who are just starting, um, people who are, uh, um, just, um, like literally just starting, like people who are in their 20s or whatever. Um, hey, Tracy. Hi, Sean. Um, thanks for being here, you guys. Hey, thanks, Sean. I like it. I'm going to talk about it in a second. Um, but yeah, I. so anyway, this guy comes on, this young fella, um, uh, and he, he's like, so I really like whiskey, but every time I drink it, I black out. Okay, like, what? <laughs> so there was really hilarious to read all people's comments about this. In a nutshell, it was, dude, you're drinking too much. <laughs> like, right? Like that. Anyway, it was really funny, but I'm having a lot of fun. So if you guys are out there, hi, Eminem, my Emily's here. Um, uh, anyway, if you're, if you're, you know, you want to check it out, like Sean, you might be interested in it cause you're an avid whiskey drinker. So check out the, the whiskey lovers page. It's, it's pretty cool. So I actually put it out there to them what I was drinking and I'm really curious to go back later 
and I might actually pull it up, see if anyone's commented on my on my post yet about it. There are people from all over the world. So when I say there's like this wide range, there's like these 21-year-olds who are just, just tasting alcohol, well, claiming to taste alcohol. And there are people that wait till they're 21, right? Um, and then there's these really like proper gentlemen from Scotland who who clearly know their shit. Um, and anyway, so it's, it's, it's really pretty cool. Um, and I'm having a little fun. I was thinking earlier today, I have so many different things going on in my life. Like I have my, my, my hand in so many different things. Um, a lot of change is happening in my life right now. Um, but like my focus is totally on this, like whiskey. Like I, I spend a lot of time researching and reading stuff about whiskey, which is kind of hilarious. So I don't know if that's a good thing, if that's a message from my spirit guides that that's the angle I should be taking or if it's me just distracting myself from the real stuff I should be doing, right? So anyway, um, Sean said Irish whiskey and fighting Irish. Absolutely. So I, I grabbed this. It's Jameson Stout Edition. I'm a little low on the funds this week, so I had to like definitely, I don't mind. Typically, I might spend $45, 50 on a bottle, um, but I'm. this is two weeks in a row that I've had to purchase a new bottle, so I'm not, you know, I. so anyway, I, I, I was like, oh, let's check this out. I've mentioned before, I, I like beer. I like beer a lot. I love stouts. Um, don't get to drink beer as much anymore because it doesn't like me so much. Um, but um, anyway, I I want to I'm gonna try this one. I don't know. Here, there. Sorry, <laughs> chime in, you guys. If I don't know, uh, Sean, I know you're the most avid as far as I know. Penny, I don't know what, if you're a whiskey drinker or not. Um, you can let me know. But I'm gonna I'm gonna taste this. But see if there's anything out of the out of the top um, right away. It's always interesting too to look at the color of these things, right? So um, I remember last week I shared a little bit what I, I learned about um, how to to taste whiskey. So um, so smelling it first, right? Both nostrils. Hmm. There's definitely like a a sweetness. I'm thinking caramel or butterscotch. Mm. And then I, I maybe I'm doing this backwards, but then you're supposed to just kind of um try out of each nostril and see if you get any hints of something else. Ooh. Not doing in a bad way. That side definitely so I'm getting a little chocolate. Um I'm, hmm. Which would make sense. The chocolate would definitely make sense in a stout, right? So we'll see in a minute if I'm if I'm if I'm even hitting the mark here. So, um, oh, Penny, cool. So Penny says, I'm, I'm not in response to my question about whether she is into whiskey or not, not as, um, as intense as her, as your, as your hubby. So Penny, I'd love to know what your, what your husband's favorite whiskey is. And I can think about trying it on the show. So I'm getting those chocolatey kind of caramel or butterscotchy hints in there. Mm, I like it. it. Smells like dessert. And you guys who've been with me from the beginning know that I love the smelling. <laughs> like, mm, all right. So let's see if it um, tastes anything to me like it actually smells. Hmm. 
Okay, so I definitely get the sweetness. So what I learned last week is to hold it in the middle of your tongue for a minute. Um, and interestingly, I will, I, I could get a, the sweetness from this one. I think I said last week, I was like, I, I'm not getting anything yet, but then I definitely can get it, um, sometimes moving, you know, when I swap, when I actually swallow it, uh, which might be part of the thing, right? Like when you get the flavor on the back end, um, but yeah, it goes down pretty easily. So the, 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 I got more of the flavor while I was holding it. It was pretty gone. Like, I mean, it just kind of went, not not a lot of burn or anything. So yeah, it's actually not bad. It's not exactly what I thought it would be, to be honest. It, it's, there's a sweetness to this. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty mild, pretty easy going down. Let's see, let's see what it says. It says, um, it's their cask. Mate series, and it's the result of a collaboration with our neighbors at 8D Brewing. They borrow our casks to age their fine Irish stout, and we then finish our signature whiskey in these stout seasoned oak barrels. Cool. The classic smoothness of Jameson with notes of coffee, chocolate, and butterscotch. Hey, I I got some of those. I did not get coffee at all. Not not even remotely, and that's I. I'm a, I, I drink a lot of coffee, so I don't know if that's why <laughs> I did or I, I didn't, but I didn't get a lot of coffee in that. Um, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, Sean, you're right. It's really easy going down. It's, it's, you know, it's, um, it could definitely be, be dangerous. Um, but yeah, Sean, you were right. I, so I, um, I had a hat on earlier that was not really an, an indoor hat. I was outside and, and, you know, it's one of those days I, I, I didn't wash my hair this morning. And, um, and now my hair's finally, uh, finally growing out a little bit. Like, the, so Sean, you knew me in high school, you know, I wore my hair really short and, um, I, I wore it short all through high school and then I grew it out. And then last, actually a year ago, I decided to cut it all off again. I think it was kind of a cathartic thing. I think it was a just a release um, kind of matched other things I've, I've been letting go of in my life. So I cut it off and I had so much fun with it. But I absolutely love wearing hats. I love wearing baseball caps. And so I um, I what I found is I, I don't think I have feminine enough features to pull off a short hairdo and and a cap. So I felt like I just looked like a boy all the time. So I'm really excited. My hair is finally kind of growing out a little bit. And yes, I chose this one. I was like, well, this would be perfect. It's my fighting Irish and um, I'm drinking Irish whiskey. I am Irish. So it's all good. This was the, um, the little fact about me. Notre Dame was the school I absolutely wanted to attend. Like it was my dream school. I applied to five. I got into every single one except for Notre Dame. But at this point in my life, I don't I don't have regrets. I think everything happens for a reason. Um but yeah, uh Sean's talking talking football right now, college football. I should do that on here. I love football. I and I grew up watching a lot more college than I do now, Sean, and I used to watch Notre Dame with my dad all the time. Um, and now I do, I think for many years, because I was a mom with young kids, I didn't watch a lot of football at all. And now, of course, 
Um, I don't have young kids. I have um, young adult children. So I'm watching more. This season's been kind of weird. Um, and I do work on Saturdays sometimes, which is a pain. But um, I've, I've been watching a lot more NFL lately because I'm, as any of you who know me know, I'm a huge Seahawks fan. So, um, yeah. So anyway, I, I, we should. So Sean, maybe when you come on and we talk whiskey, we can talk college football too, right? Yes. Go Irish, Tim. That's my cousin, Tim. Um, so yeah, I love my Irish. I didn't get to go to school there, but you know, everything works out for a reason, right? I, I believe that it's worked. It's supposed to go the way it's, it's, but one thing I will say, I've never been able to visit and I would, I, it's on my bucket list of places that I want to go to is to visit, um, their campus and check it out. So anyway, Irish whiskey, Irish cap. Um, so yeah, so tonight I, um, I'm always like trying to figure out what it is we should talk about because yes, go Hawks says Penny. I'm right there with you, lady. Um, I'm always, there's just so much stuff that comes up in my head as I mentioned, but I picked this topic because it's kind of been a big one for me lately, dreams and deja vu. So I'm, I'm kind of curious. I, I hope that people will share their thoughts on, on this as we, as we go through like about dreams and, and deja vu, but I've been feeling really guided to say, um, like I taught, I, I am a really open person. Like I think about a lot of different things and I'm really careful to decide. I believe in something completely like, like I believe, I believe there is something much bigger than us. I absolutely believe that to be true. Um, you know, I, and I believe that is, it is inherently loving and compassionate and that we are part of that. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's something I can say, I, I believe in a hundred percent, but when it comes to all the things that are interconnected with that, um, I'm really open. Like I, I, what I find is I'm just intrigued by people's perspective on things. And, um, and I think there's a grain of truth in pretty much everything that people say. I really believe that. Um, and it's not necessarily always what we think it means, but there's a reason we come to a belief system or an understanding or why we connect with something or, you know, attach ourselves to something um, because there's like this familiarity. Um, but all this is to say, I'm going to talk about a lot of weird things. Like stuff just goes through my head and I process through it. And, you know, I'm not the same person I was a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, because for me, learning and growing and seeing things differently is really important. Um, I think that, uh, you know, you know, I, those of you who pay attention are know that I, you know, teach, I'm a teacher and I teach early learning. Um, and I'm starting to, to understand a little bit why I landed there. Um, and I can get into that a different, a different session. Right. Um, but you know, kids just, they learn, they, they, that they're constantly learning, learning, learning. And even when we don't realize they're learning, and the interesting thing about kids is they will learn what they're ready to learn. And unfortunately, as adults, we tend to want to push our kids um, to learn what we want them to learn. And that kind of backfires. Um, and then as we get older, I think that process does slow down and we have to be much more intentional about learning. But the one thing that remains the same is that we will understand 
when we're ready to understand. And um, I bring I bring this up as kind of a segue because I'm reading this book. It's a really odd book, and I'll share it on here. It's a it's a book that has these two folks who um, who claim, and I'll say claim because you know you can believe or not believe, and and um, I'm still wondering myself who claim to channel these different otherworldly beings. So there's all this interesting stuff out there about these people, the Pleiades and the Hawthors and things like that. And, and, and I talk about this whole, um, this whole idea. I'll get to your comment in one second, Sean. Um, this, this idea of like when we're like, when we're ready for information. So I bought this book probably like six months ago and I picked it up and I read a couple of the pages. And to be honest, it was totally overwhelming to me. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, this is a lot to take in. So I put it down a few days ago. I was I literally when I when I say I'm guided, I mean that so, I'm just compelled, like like something's telling me you're ready. Go pick this up. So I picked this book up and I'm reading it. And basically what it is, is is you're reading these messages that are being channeled. They're coming from people that are not of Earth, that that know things. And um, and whether you believe that or not, it's still kind of fascinating. Like it's an, an interesting place to go for a little while to f- consider the notion at at the very least. Right. So I'm reading it and so have you ever been have you ever put, picked up a book or turned on a movie and you get into it a little bit and you're listening and you're like I I swear I've read this book before or I've definitely seen this movie um and sometimes it clicks and you're like oh yeah you know I fell asleep or blah 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 but sometimes you're like I have no idea how I know I I must have watched this movie I don't remember when or even when we pick up books that we read in high school that we didn't really read in high school right <laughs> I didn't um <laughs> I I was really bad about that um I was good I was very good at faking my way through things um back then well maybe I still am but anyway I um I was I've been reading this book and I'm having this strange sensation of like been there, like, like not really deja vu. And that's interesting because that just came into my mind. But I, but, but like, I already, oh yeah, it, I totally get this. I feel like I know this. And it's just the most, it's the, it's a really bizarre feeling. But anyway, in this book, they provided this new definition of deja vu to me. So I'm going to, I'm going to start with that. So I'm going to look over here. Sean says a hundred percent yes to the deja vu. We'll have a dream and have no idea where it came from or what it means. And then down the road, I'll experience what I had a dream about in real life. IRL means in real life, right? Or at least it feels that way. Yeah, so totally. And and Sean, I'm I'm guessing that you, you, when you experience it in real life in that moment, you recall having that dream, right? Because that's how I am. I didn't used to be that way. I, but there now there are times where I totally have that recollection of waking up and being like, that was weird. Um, so anyway, this is this is, you know, what similar experience to me. And my general thought around um, around that has been like um, an, an affirmation of sorts. Right. So if I dreamed about it, now it's happening. Hopefully that means I'm on the right path. I'm moving through. And and I don't know, chime in, you guys, if you've had thoughts about that, too. So in this book, though. They talk about different timelines and and, you know, science actually supports the notion, this notion of multiverses and things happening in parallels, um, all of that um, <laughs> and all of that. And so 
Um, I see yes, and you know what's coming next, Sean says, and I get that. Like, have you ever been standing there and it's like 30 seconds to a minute and you're like, okay, I can almost tell what's going to happen. That's that's the most bizarre thing. Um, so I'm with you on that, Sean. Um, and Tracy says, totally. So you guys are on board with me here. I love it. Um, but uh, so the deja vu thing, then this timeline. And so their explanation from these Pleiades people is that the reason we have deja vus is because we've experienced this on another timeline already. So so basically as souls or whatever, I mean we we are experiencing multiple ways of getting to to the ends. So we're on this earth. Again, this is you may or may not believe this. I'm not sure how what I believe about it, but I find it really fascinating. So the idea is that our soul is kind of is spread out along different timelines, right? And so we're experiencing different things at different times, and um, it's generally the same, um, but but might be different over here. And it's really funny because I've often had these feelings. I like I've lost a lot of people in my life, um, like in my mom's family, people who went really young, and I've often had this this se- sensation or this, like, I don't know, sensation is the only word that comes to mind, like that possibly there is a timeline where those people are still around. Does that make sense? So it's really weird. And I think about it and, um, and this is like forever ago. Um, I love that Penny. Yeah. I, I feel, I feel like Penny, we know each other a little bit, but I think we probably have a lot more in common. We may realize, um, so Penny's a fellow Susan G. Komen three day Walker. That's how I know Penny. Um, so anyway, this idea of being on multiple timelines. Now, I think I mentioned like in the very first um, episode when I was kind of just talking about my general weirdness, I think I mentioned this thing I remember doing as a child where I, I remember sitting at my school desk and having my pencil at the top of the desk and and, I, and like, do I roll it? Like, you know how the desks were slanted when we were, you know, in, in kids, just a little bit. And I can remember thinking, if I roll it now, or if I roll it 10 seconds from now, do I change the course of my life? Like I was probably seven. I don't know. I was young having this, this contemplation, you know, like, like if I do this. And so I I think it's interesting that there, I think there's a reason we have these awarenesses and, um, and, yeah, I think deja vu, like deja vu is such an interesting thing. And what I find it even more interesting is that there are people who have them, people who have them really regularly. And then there are people who say they've never had them at all. And I think that's equally intriguing, right? Like, why? Why is that? Like, does that have to do with, you know, what when some people talk about old souls and how how kind of ascended you are or whatever, how many times you've been here? Does it just have to do with our openness to it? I don't know. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts about deja vu? Um, I know Sean kind of chimed in, but I, I get that Sean mentioned that notion of I know what's going to happen next. The older I get, the longer the deja vus are for me. Um, and it's almost like sometimes I, I, I get this moment and it's it, it's like it fades in around me. It's really bizarre. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but it's kind of fascinating. And I love to think about it. And I do still think that it's affirming, like, okay, if I, if I experienced this particular thing on another timeline, 
that tells me that I'm, st- I'm still headed in whatever direction I'm supposed to be headed, hopefully, right? Um, so really, really, really fascinating kind of stuff, I think. Um, and, you know, dreams, I think, are kind of, they're all part of that. I think they, you know, they have to do with some other awareness, like subconscious awareness and understanding of things. And, you know, there's a lot of a lot of people out there, of course, who are very, you know, really science minded. And I think science is amazing. And science absolutely explains a ton of things, right? Um, But I also have am in this realm of understanding right now where I feel like our brain is really good at trying to tease us out of what we're trying to really see. And so and keeping us safe, like it thinks that it's protecting us in some ways. And I think this is where a lot of this, you know, whole being afraid of things and stuff comes up, um, is our, as our brain is a very human construct. Um, and while we think of it, um, as, as being the center of everything, if you, um, if you know what, um, uh, you know, if you're into spiritual is, you know, stuff and whatever, like kind of next dimension, 5d, whatever I, which I'm kind of exploring right now, um, the truth that you find there is that actually everything is stored in our heart center. And, um, and so that's a, that's just a super, super weird kind of thing to think about. And that's again, another show, like I could probably talk for 48 hours straight and my mind would just keep moving through this stuff and maybe you could follow it and maybe you couldn't. So, um, let's see, Sean says, do you ever try to fast forward the deja vu because you know what's going on, but you can't speed up reality? you know, have I ever, that's a really good, I don't, I don't know that I've ever done that, but what a fascinating thing. Cause you can't, right? You can't make it go faster or maybe you can, I don't know, time, time itself. So this is another interesting construct that I've been become, um, aware of in terms of what some people believe is that, that time is just a human thing that, that, it, that it doesn't really exist beyond our human, um, our human existence, right? So maybe you can, you need to keep working on that, Sean. I bet you could, I bet you could have, have it happen. Um, and let's see, Penny just says, I'm blessed to dream in full technicolor with all senses intact. Over the years, I finally realized that not everyone has that gift and that I absolutely need to pay attention to what I'm being taught. So Penny, absolutely. And you know, here's what I think. I think more people have the ability to go there. I think we do as light beings, we have the potential to do that, but most of us aren't ready to receive that information or that's not our purpose right now. So, but you're right. It is, it is totally a gift to have that awareness and it is, it is. So, and you, that's a really great segue, actually. Thank you, Penny. It's a really great segue because I think both deja vu and dreams are meant to provide us with information. I, I That I do believe. I don't really know what that information is all the time um, and the particular why of it, but absolutely deja vus and dreams are meant to provide us with information. Um, and dreaming has always been a really interesting thing. And I don't know about you guys. I, I kind of go in and out of, of phases where I'm dreaming a lot and when I'm not. And one thing that I have, I've been doing really intentionally probably over the last six months to a year 
is specifically asking for information in my dreams. Um, and I don't know if anybody does that, but it's really kind of amazing when you, when you get, um, answers. <laughs> um, and, and it's funny because dreams are people know I'm kind of into dreams. I just like to talk about them and I really think them through. So there's certain people in my life that will have a dream and they'll be like, okay, this happened. And why is that? And dreams, dreams are a very personal thing. I have this book. Um, so I have a, well, she's a Facebook friend. I've met her. Um, I met her last year when I was at the Port Gamble Ghost Conference. Her name is Karen Frazier. Super cool, super cool lady. Um, and she has a variety of books out there. She's a light worker, healer kind of person. Um, but she has this book, the Dream Interpretation Handbook, um, and it's really short and sweet and and kind of just, um, it's a pretty simple thing. But it gives you kind of this outlet for how to think about what you're what you're dreaming of. And um, you know, she talks about the science of dreaming because it's important to consider. Consider, consider that because the the interesting thing about dreams, and I'm going to pull a little information from this book because I don't have it all memory memorized, obviously, but she talks about why we dream and this these categories. There's memory sorting, neurological maintenance, right? So just catalog, cataloging and, and clearing, um, wish fulfillment, extending our waking life, um, enhancing creativity, working through our problems, and of course, messages from the subconscious, the higher self or the spirit, sometimes visits from the dead. Um, and then she goes into like the ancient interpretations, but really cool book, really cool lady. Um, and she's she is often at the Port Gamble Ghost Conference and some of the local ones around here. So if you ever have a time to go. And so I went to one of her sessions a year ago. And um, she was she was kind of talking through and I, I volunteered because I had recently had this interesting dream, which I can probably pull up in my dream journal. Um, but it was funny how she 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 basically she told us she kind of walked through what is in this book in the class. But then she opened it up to, hey, let's talk through some of these dreams. Who has a dream you want to walk through? And um, there was a woman be- before me that had this really specific dream where she, she was a waitress and she would often dream about waitressing. And, you know, Karen said, well, one of the, one of the things we dream about is, is stress induced. So something that we're just dealing with in our own lives that we will, will dream about it because it's creating stress and we're trying to release that. And, um, and so, so, but, but the significance of that is that, okay, if you, well, we can use, we could use the waitressing or let's say, Let's say you have a dream that you're pregnant or you're about to give birth, right? Well, that dream is going to be, it's going to have completely different messages for everyone that has the dream, right? So if you are a pregnant woman who's about to give birth for the first time, well, ding, 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 probably you're freaking out a little bit, right? You're you're stressed because you don't know what to expect. You know it's going to be hard and painful. And so that's probably just a stress dream. Maybe you... um. Um, I, uh, maybe it is, um, like if you are a woman who can't get pregnant, but you have a dream about giving birth, right? That's a completely different thing that you're dealing with. That's an emotional release. That's something, you know, something that you're working through emotionally, um, trying to make sense of why this isn't happening for you, whatever, you know, 
Or maybe you're a woman my age having a dream about giving birth, like probably doesn't have anything to do with actually giving birth to a baby. Um, a lot of times it can mean like creativity, like giving birth to a new idea. Um, or even for a man, a man could have a dream that he's giving birth to a baby, right? Um, so, it, you know, it really depends. You have to really think about where am I in my life? What could this mean? Sean, let's see. Sean says... Um, sorry, I'm going to pull, I pull it up on here because it's so much easier for me to read. I was thinking about you saying that you're asking for information. I believe it's my inner self that is speaking to me. So I would be asking myself a question that makes me, that, that awake me needs answer to. That's interesting. Yeah. So I, I think that, um, it's all how you answer. So I, I think our inner self my 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 belief is our inner self is a part of divinity like it's a part of so it's it's basically a part of something bigger so for me yes it's it is my inner self but that inner self is much bigger and broader and aware so i'm tapping into an aspect of myself that my humanness disallows me technically to tap into so i think we think the same thing we just see it from a different perspective um so, yeah, so it's it's asking like I know. I know the answer. I know it. We all do. We all know what our shit is. It's just whether or not we're ready or willing to deal with it, right? And so our dreams will tell us, especially when we're asking like I really want to know how to 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 get that job I want or why do I keep getting into stupid relationships with people or why am I triggered by this? Like our dreams give us the answer to those things all the time. Um, they help us to understand how to, um, you know, how to move on to the to the next level. So that's what I think. I really do. I've, I've always thought that dreams were more than just some weird thing our brain did during the night while we slept. I think there's so much more going on there. Um, so I will say that's something I do believe. But the details, I'm still working those out. And I think that we all, um, we all kind of, we all bring a piece to the puzzle, right? Like, I think we if we all understood everything then that would be that would be our transcendence like that like when I think about my um my catholic upbringing and sometimes I because I grew up catholic and other I have a lot of respect for 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 certain things in the faith and and kind of understanding why people kind of hold on to that um but I think that that um we all have like these these different awarenesses and there's reasons that we know everything, right? And in the Catholic Church we talk about and I think a lot of Christian faiths, there's this idea of of, you know, heaven and hell and purgatory. I don't I don't think they're really as we think. Like for a while I was in this phase where I'm like, okay, I feel like earth is purgatory because purgatory is supposed to be this place where you go when you haven't quite figured it out yet. Like you're kind of in limbo. And I feel like we are that for a long time. Uh, um, that's my belief. So I feel like being an earthling, a human being is, is purgatory in some ways. Um, but this idea of, of the kingdom of heaven, I think that that's what this, like when we eventually come to understand what this is inside of us, if we really did that, that's where we would be. Like, that's what I think that means. So if, if, um, if we all knew that we would all be in heaven. In, in some version of heaven, we'd all, we'd all get it. We'd all be done with this work we're doing. And so I think, you know, people, everybody comes to the table with a different awareness, a different piece of information. And I think that's why, like, you know, for instance, psychics, 
since see different things like there's all sorts of different psychics out there that have an awareness into different aspects and I don't think they're wrong I think they all have something to offer and it's really interesting to consider why do you see that why why does it show up for you that way and so I think we just all have these different aspects of the puzzle and that's why I love these conversations because people will say something to me I'm like dude, I never thought of it that way or vice versa. I might say something and, you know, like Sean, just that's interesting. Like I never thought about it that way. Um, let's see. Tracy says, let's pull you up, Tracy, because I, it's, you know, oh, my eyes. I have dreams about how my loved one ones pass away and I hear a loud bang at the exact moment they pass. Every single time I used to be scared, but now it's calming. So, so Tracy are you saying that you see it coming? Like you dream of it when it happens or it's, um, or something you think it comes from like a worry base. Like you dream about like it from a worrying perspective, because I mean, those are really different things. Right. So I'm just, just asking for clarity. Like, um, I mean, cause that's a really interesting thing. And there are, there are strange noises in our dreams. Like I've been dreaming, dreaming, well, both in my waking and dreaming life, um, a couple of weeks ago, I kept hearing a doorbell. Um, and it was really weird because my son would be home and I would be like, someone just rang the doorbell. And he's like, no, mom, no one rang the doorbell. But then I was also dreaming about it. So the noises are so fascinating. Like, what is that? Um, but yeah, I think I see, I would be calmed by that, too. I think sometimes, you know, we don't want to know that this is happening. We don't know want to know that people will die um, but I think when we when we dream of people dying when they're not really dying, it doesn't really have anything to do with them leaving the human world. It usually just means something about an aspect of themselves passing through, right? But there are premonition dreams for sure. People do have premonition dreams. I think my sister Kelly has um that I think my sister Kelly has premonition dreams too. Okay, so Tracy, yours are kind of like that, right? Um, but I think I, I, I'm with you again. I think that's kind of calming because to me, it suggests a connection to where they're going. Right. And, um, and I think it's, it's meant to kind of be that way. I've, I've, I think it'll be interesting sometime to talk on this show about like death because, um, because yeah, I have this, I've come to a new place about that, but that's really, that's really cool, Tracy. Thanks for sharing that. And what an interesting kind of, um, ability. I mean, I think I love you all my weirdos. Um, so I'm thinking about dreams. I, so I keep, after I had this thing that, going back, I think I got sidetracked going back to talking about Karen and being in her session. Um, I, <laughs> I so she did she walked me through a a dream that I had and as she's like she's just she's so good at it and I think you know I think I also have um are you saying I'm really loud or 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 that cuz you can, so you can hear me really well I feel like I'm talking really loudly so maybe that I don't know what that is um but I'm glad to know that it's really loud <laughs> like me I'm really loud that's funny um clarify that for me Tracy because I'm not really sure um what you mean um and I know I, I mean I don't know how the microphone te technically works um here but anyway uh uh so what was I saying oh yeah so I was at Karen this thing and she walked me through a dream um and uh and you know I right away as I as she's walking me through it 
um, like I, I knew it. Like, she's like, you, you get, you, you're seeing what your dream is right now. I'm like, oh, so that was really fascinating. But it was then that I really started, I mean, I had done it a bit before, but I really started banking sure at that time to, um, to try and start writing down my dreams, like journaling. So I think this is really important, especially if you're interested in knowing it. If you have a sense that your dreams are trying to tell you something, the best thing to do is write them down. Um, and what I found, especially in practicing, so I picked up this cool, I love it. It's really beautiful. Check out this journal that I picked up for my dreams. So when I wake up in the morning, I just start writing. I, I'm trying to get in the habit of um, writing them in the middle of the night. Like the other night, I had asked for information. And I remember waking up multiple times just bawling my eyes out in my dream and I remember thinking there was like five or six symbols. I'm like, I need to remember these that showed up. And of course, I didn't. I remembered like two of them. Um, so I need to get better at having my journal right next to me on my bed and just scribbling out notes really quickly. Um, but I do find that when I when I write it out, as I'm writing it, all it does start coming back to me. So there'll be information that's coming back. Um and so I really suggest writing them down. And what's really fascinating, too, about it is to go back and read them later because you will forget them again. But then sometimes you go back and you read something and you will see it completely through a new awareness. Like what you can pick up, as I was alluding to earlier, what you can pick up now is completely different than what you might have been ready to pick up six months or a year ago. So I think there's value in that. Just just like the books that we read. Sometimes the first time we read them, we don't get it. But the, you know, the fourth time we, we're like, okay. Or two years later when we read it again, we're like, okay, I get this. It's the same with dreams. Um, but, you know, dreams are, are really interesting too. Like, like just kind of getting to the heart of why am I having this dream? And I was kind of thumbing through my journal. Um, uh, let's see. Penny says, do you do morning pages? I'm not really sure what that is, Penny. I mean, I do. I wake up and I write in my journal, like whatever my dreams were about. Um, so I'm not sure if that's something really specific. Um, and Sean, Sean, great question. Uh, have you had, he asked, have you had a deja vu that you were able to go back and find that dream? I haven't yet because most of my deja vus that I have now, I dreamed about years, like five plus years ago. So, but th that's a really fascinating notion that will be pretty cool to be able to go back and go like, I think I remember when I had this dream. Um, so, but I got to stay with it. I haven't been with it long enough. Um, this is probably over a year. So great, great thought. And Tracy clarified about she was referring to her her dreams and when she's going through that she's her she's having a good time and the bang she hears is really loud. That's really fascinating. Like the the sounds that we hear. Oh yeah. Okay. So you're doing kind of um, free free writing stuff. So Penny's response to my question about her question about morning pages. Um, basically free form brain dump first thing in the morning my dreams often end up in mind that's that's I you know what I I do some of that sometimes when I'm been meditating um and or am meditating and uh so I I you know what I love that idea I'm gonna try that thank you Penny that's a really great idea especially especially because the other night I was really disappointed in myself because I felt like my request to get information was provided and I didn't I didn't get I did wasn't 
doing the right stuff and paying attention and writing it down when I should have. So, um, I love that. That's a great idea. Um, so kind of just uh, in, in essence, journaling, whether you remember or not, cause there it comes. I love it. So great idea. Try that guys. If you're, um, if you don't think you're dreaming, now this is the funny thing too. People say, Oh, I don't ever dream. Well, everybody dreams all the time. It's all, it's one, are we ready to receive the information? Are we open to it? Is our brain overtired? You know, I think there's all sorts of things that contribute to it. And that's, that's why I try to be really intentional about saying like some nights I'm like, Oh, I want to, um, you know, I really want to know the answer to this. Or one thing that I've tried recently that I learned about in a group is wanting to meet people. So kind of like astral projection, right? So there's a lot of belief out there that that all of us, when we go to sleep at night, we our souls leave our bodies and we go and meet up with our galactic families. Um, so another, another uh, theme for another night. Um, or we go somewhere, right? Maybe we go and we visit the, heaven. I don't know, whatever you want to think of. But it kind of makes sense to me. And speaking about some of these specific dreams, I have dreams have you ever had a dream where you're like just in a room and there's these random people, they're all together, but none of them make any sense in your human life, like what your life is right now. And you're like, okay, there's a kid I went to junior high school with. There's my coworker. There's my kid. There's my, my aunt that I barely know. And we're all sitting in this room and we're having a conversation. Um, my general's, uh, um, understanding of that is one of those meetings and the people in our dream of course are showing up to us the way we we know them in this life because that's the only way we would know them and how our brain processes the information so I'm curious if anyone um if anyone has uh, dreams like that so Emily Emily says I've been thinking about trying to really shift so Emily clarify what what do you mean in terms of of trying to shift, shift into, um, like paying att- more attention to your dreams. Like, can you clarify that for me? Cause I'm not really sure where you're going with that question. So tell me what you mean. Um, uh, but you know, in a nutshell, that makes me think that dreams are really good for that. Like help me see, and maybe this is what you're alluding to or what you're getting to is dreams like I need to know which way to go I need to know am I on the right path do I and I need to know this and so you know there it is I think it's a really powerful way just like meditation meditation dreaming deja vu there's these things are all about you know going beyond the brain really into your heart center um a reality shift like on um TikTok. You know, I don't know anything about TikTok. What does that mean? A reality shift. Are you messing with me? No, like desired reality. Um, like, so like creating your reality. Is that what you mean? Like the fact that, um, I mean, this is a really interesting notion that we are all always creating our reality, right? Is that what you mean, Em? Um, uh, I mean, you and I might have to talk about this. You are my daughter. We could probably have a great conversation about what you're um, talking about. So, um, but I'm guessing you mean like trying to create re- your reality. And, and you've talked a lot with me about this idea of manifesting, which dreams are really good and helpful with creating. Um, is that what you're talking about? The manifesting stuff? 
Oh, 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 no. Okay, so Emily, so, so Emily, so for the people just listening in, so my daughter's here. You know what? I'm, I have mom brain. You, you, okay, the Hogwarts thing brings it all back. Like trying to create your dreams, like make, like, like, um, uh, uh, I'm totally blanking on what it's called when you, um, are able to, to make things happen in your dream. Yeah. Uh, who, someone help me out here. I'm totally forgetting it. Um, uh, anyway, I, okay. I get it. So you've been working on trying to control your dreams. Um, and that is a really cool thing to do. I've, and I, as I've told you, it's not something that comes easily to most people. It does, it does take a little bit of work. And I started getting to this earlier and I think, um, I've been doing a little bit of that too. I, oh, I think I shifted into my conversation about having a meeting with people in my dreams. Um, but yeah, I will be like, I'd really love to see so-and-so in my dream tonight. And I think I did that a couple times with, you know, like celebrities, like silly dreams, just kind of seeing if I could get, um, have any control over how they showed up. So, um, oh gosh, why am I blanking on what that's called, Emily, when you are, um, creating where you, when you're totally aware and you can make things happen in your dream. Okay. I'm going to totally kick myself in the ass because I'm going to remember as soon as I sign off of this. So if anyone knows what I'm talking about, please chime in. Um, lucid, lucid. Yes. Lucid dreaming. There it goes. Phew. Uh, thank you spirit guides for telling me what I needed to know right there. Um, yeah. So lucid dreaming. So that's the ability to be like, Oh, I want to pretend, or I want to be a, uh, uh, um, uh, a, wi a wizard at Hogwarts in my dream tonight and I want to be able to fly on I want to be able to fly on on uh on broomsticks so yeah so Emily got it I got it see it takes me a minute to get there sometimes but that's because my brain is like so deeply into this other conversation so um and you required me to pull up a memory of a conversation that we had. So, but I love it. And I love that you're chiming in. And Penny, I'm really glad that you love this conversation. I think it's a cool one. Um, and I love to hear about people's dreams. Uh, so I mentioned that dream, another dream that I was just, I had forgotten about. But I remember having this dream now that, that I read about it. And I remember in in the dream, I woke up. And I was, I was a male, which is always interesting. I don't know how often you guys have dreams where you're like the opposite sex of who you are currently. And, um, I, and it was me and two other, um, guys. And we were actually like in, in the army. I, I got the sense that it was Korean war because we were in the uniforms that kind of matched that time period and the, and the landscape kind of matched. And all I remember is that, um, I we I woke up because I was hearing gunshots and we were sleeping like on the ground with just like this kind of tentish you know um haphazard tent thing over us probably to protect us from the rain and all I remember is shots began being fired at us and we all just kind of stirring and then it ended and so you know I was I, I thinking about like like um is that was that like a dream from a former life like is that something that really happened to me did did we die in that moment is that sometime that I died so I'm always thinking about that and I think that we do sometimes dredge up memories from past lives that come through to us but I also think they're meant in, to teach us something because we're we're on the same path and the reason we keep coming back um in my current opinion is because we still haven't figured it out right 
So let's see. Tracy says, I was really into 1800s furniture, clothing, recipes, and would dream that I was living in that era in high school. Met my husband in our home is full of that era from his family. So interesting. So, I, you know, my gut tells me you probably lived a lifetime in the 1800s and um, probably miss it. Maybe you left earlier than you wanted to. Um, I, I mean, I I feel really, really called, for instance, to the country of England. I happen to have been born there, which I think is part of it. But I wonder about a soul transition that, you know, that happened or a transition. Um, anyway, I, I, I think sometimes we are called to those former versions of ourself because of something that um, we didn't get to do or because it, it was joyful or I think there's reasons. And I mean, have you, has anyone ever been watching like a historical program and you just start getting the chills and you start feeling like this whole feels strangely familiar to me. I've had that happen like two times in a really profound way. So I do think that there's something to that. I don't know what it is, but I often, what I do when I feel that way is I just kind of tap in. I just decide to kind of sit and listen to it and be like, what is, what is that about? And ask spirit. And if I'm meant to know what, I figure I will. I'll get that information, right? Um Penny says, I'm sitting here in Sedona with plans to watch the sunrise at one of the local vortexes. Can't wait to see what my dreams show show me while I'm here. Woo, that sounds fascinating. I want to know more. You might have to share that with me. Um, that sounds really cool. Really, really cool. I just, you know, it's, there's so many cool things to do, cool, cool ways of thinking about the world. I've never been to Sedona. Tracy says, Sedona is magical. I believe you guys. You guys are magical. Um, hi, Carmen. Carmen says, I've had soldier dreams too. Sometimes my husband is there and we're fighting together, except that I'm a male and he doesn't like me very much. <laughs> That's really fascinating, Carmen. Yeah, you know, I think that we do travel, right? We do travel throughout our lifetimes with the same souls. I do believe that. So I think it's very likely that you and D-Rock were, um, were together and you know it's interesting that might like I you know you guys are pretty happy people or whatever but it might really inform a dynamic of your relationship so there might be a purpose to that like why would you dream about knowing he didn't like you very much maybe there's carryover like I, I just think that's really fascinating and I think about like my my kids like um and I've had kind of ideas about Emily and Noah and how I've known them in previous lives and that kind of thing um yeah, you know what? I know about energy vortexes and I know about ley lines for sure. You know, there's a really cool place even down by the Pike Place Market. I don't even know. So Penny just said, look up ley lines in Sedona energy vortexes. You'll be fascinated. So I'll have to look up that specifically. Um, but I don't know. You guys know, those of you who are here in Seattle, if you know about the place down in Pike Place Market, um, and it's the, it's kind of, it's like one of those. It's like a, it's... Um, I, is a vortex of sorts, but it's where a bunch of ley lines come together. Um, really, really cool experience down there. So, um, and what a great future topic for, for this. So I will definitely look up the Sedona energy vortexes though, because I don't know of them specifically. Yes, Penny, let's take a field trip. So I love, I mentioned this before to all my folks, like, I mean, right now is weird because of COVID-19, but I would love a field trip to maybe we go out and we go to Seattle and try some whiskey and then we go check out the the um 
the, the, the energy thing. I can't remember what it's called, but I know where it is. Um, so we should check it out. It's pretty cool. It's, it's really interesting. So, um, we're getting down to our hour now. This has been really fun. Like I could keep talking. And if you guys want to continue commenting about your dreams, please do in the, in the comments below. Um, for those, for you guys and for those, um, listening in, um, we, I am also on Instagram. I am on Twitter as Whiskey and Weird. And, um, so you can, you know, you can check me out there and please feel free to share if you think there's people who might enjoy the conversation about the whiskey and, or the conversation about the weird stuff we talk about here. Um, and you know, every, every Wednesday at seven for the most part, I mean, you know, I guess I can't say every Wednesday. Um, but I will say, so my sister Kelly, um, with whom I am really, really, really close. And we, we kind of, we think that we might have been twins or something really, really connected in a past life because we feel that connected. Um, she and I have an idea for a different podcast that we, we want to move into, but um, I want to have her on to talk with her because she and I have really great conversations. But the um, the tricky part is she lives in England. And so we're what I'm probably going to do is one week coming up, I'm going to shift from a Wednesday night um, shift from a Wednesday night to like a Saturday afternoon. Um, it'll be mid afternoon, which is a weird time, but of course you can always chime in later, um, so that I can include her and, you know, she has young children. So asking her to get up in the middle of the night is really not a feasible thing. I'm sure Kelly will appreciate that when she listens later. Um, and so, yeah, so keep in mind, I'm thinking maybe on Thanksgiving weekend, because I was thinking the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, I might be busy cooking and stuff. I also, Sean, I totally want to get you on the show just to talk about whiskey, because you're, you, um, you know, you chime in a lot. You So I think you and I could try some cool whiskey. So we'll figure out, maybe we can do that in December. Um, Tracy, you said John will be happy that I chose Jameson. Well, cheers, cheers to John. God bless him um, and uh, blessings on him, all sorts of things, and your family. Um, so those listening in, Tracy and John are, are like, you know, cousins, at least, because we grew up doing a lot of things together as kids. Um, but yeah, you guys, thanks so much for hanging out with me and for chiming in and having a conversation. I really appreciate it. I'm having a lot of fun with this. And it's really funny um, because I messaged a friend of mine and I was like, I am getting, I wasn't stressed out about tonight, but I said, I have this feeling people are going to show up that I haven't had show up before. And I was, it wasn't nerves. It was just like this weird awareness. And sure enough, I got, I know Carmen has listened in, um, but Carmen, I'm really glad that you chimed in, but Penny was here. And so it was just interesting. And, and I'm curious how many other people might have checked in for a minute or two. Um, or might listen in later. Uh, so you guys, thank you. Slanja. Um, and I will see you right here next Wednesday at 7 p.m. live on Facebook. And um, hopefully soon I'll be live on YouTube too. So maybe can reach more people that way. So in the meantime, you guys take care and be well and stay weird. Take care. <laughs>